Amen. Well, let's get right into the Word of God, because I really believe I have something for you from the Holy Spirit. Hallelujah. Uh, I just love what God is doing in our lives right now. He's just taking us into a deeper walk. You know, and, and it's good to get a revelation of who you are in Christ, but you, but you also have to have a revelation that you're a son or a daughter that serves. You know, sometimes you get a hold of, I'm you know, the, the king's kid, I'm the righteousness of God in Christ Jesus, you know, I'm the head and not the tail, but you, you can almost become a king's brat. And so we don't want that, amen? We want to, uh, I love that song that's like one of the top videos out today in country music by Tim uh, Tim McGraw, it's to stay humble and kind. And I just believe that, that we have to serve the Lord with humility. We have to be humble in what God does in our life. But, but, it's, all, but it's also right to dream big and, and believe that God has good things for you and, and there's a destined future for your life. And God doesn't do anything small. God's not a small God. He's a big God and He's got big plans for you. And sometimes it's the little things that will turn into a big thing. And sometimes God will take a whole lifetime to prepare you for a moment. And I kind of feel like that's what God's been doing with me, you know. I've been a pastor. I've been a missionary. I've been an associate pastor. Uh, I've just been in every different type of, uh, you know, I was a youth pastor when I was like 15 years old. So so I've just been, you know, the broad scope. And, a, and then we move around a lot. It just seems like we go here and we got happy feet. And uh, we love to, to, to go places and minister the gospel. That's just in our heart. It was hard for me to be a pastor because of that. But I just really believe the Lord has taken all those things and the, the knowledge that he's, he's taught me in those things to, to bring me to a time in the kingdom for this moment. And I believe the Lord is doing that with a lot of you. That you think, man, this doesn't make sense. My life is kind of mixed up right now. But uh, it's a destination the Lord has you on that can prepare you for for, for the, the, the place that you land and, and what you do in that place. And so there's good things ahead. Amen. So we've just been listening to the Holy Spirit. You know, anything that the Holy Spirit says to us or any word that we get that's, of course, a good word. Uh, you know, we just keep receiving. You know, it's almost like I walk around like this. You know, I'm just receiving all the time. I'm always in a mode of receiving and that's what the Lord's trying to teach me. He says, son, I want you to receive better. You're like Popeye in one arm in giving. But, but you're, you know, you're weak and you've got this little frail arm over here in receiving. And the Bible talks about giving and receiving. It talks about sowing and reaping. And the same farmer that has to go sow the field has to go back out and reap the harvest. Even though God gives the harvest... The farmer still has to take it. You know, the Bible says that in these last days that the wealth of the wicked is laid up for the just. But if something's laid up, you've got to go and receive it. It doesn't just fall on you automatically. So if it's laid up for you, you have to go take that inheritance. Uh, and, and so we have to get to that place where... You know, we're just receiving everything that God is saying. And, and sometimes there's words that's given over you. Have you ever felt like, I don't think so, that looks a little impossible? No, that's never going to happen. Do you know who I am? You know, I, I'm not going to change the world. And I used to get those words that people would say, you know, you're going to influence governments. Okay. You know, back then it was okay, right? You know, one guy said, you're going to be helicoptered in. 
uh, on a chopper and they're going to hate you so bad they're going to be throwing rocks at you while you preach. Well, I, I didn't take that, but I'm saying there's a lot of wild things, things that were said and um, things that seemed like, Lord, this is a little, little impossible here. But it's neat how if you just keep receiving what God says and, 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 and of course, you've got to weigh things with the word of God and the truth of God. But if you just keep receiving what God says, then you begin to see those things manifest. You know, it's kind of like Elisha, you know, Elijah said, if you can see me leave, then you can do what I do and you can do it greater. And, it, and the key to that was that he had to see in order to do or to be. And it may, you know, everybody else, you know, there was lots more prophets than him, than Elisha. There was a school of prophets. And yet one little prophet saw something and, and he did twice what his master did. So I'm just always looking to, to, to receive from the Lord. I'm looking to see things big. And I just feel big we're coming into a, a, a supernatural time and it's a season of seeing. And so the Lord is just speaking that to me and I believe he's speaking it to you that it's a season that we have to open our spiritual eyes and begin to look at the fields that are white unto harvest. And what that tells you is every time you look at something, you need to see harvest. Stop seeing it as a seed, even though it is a seed. Start seeing it as a full manifestation. When you look at your children, don't see them the way they are or the way they act. Start looking past that and seeing them how God sees them. How many know God always sees you? You know, God has correct vision. (laughs) Amen. God always sees right. And there's things that he'll see in you that you think, I don't think you're seeing this right, God. You don't know me. And the Lord's like, I don't know you. I made you. I know you. And a lot of times God has to, to tell us. You know, that's one thing about the, the prophetic word. And I, I like that about the prophetic word because, and it used to bug me. Have you ever been in a meeting and you know that person that they're prophesying over? You're going to pray in just a minute, Melania. You know that person that they're praying over and, and they'll say, yes, there's the Lord. There's such a big thing for you. God just wants you to know, I am so pleased with you. You're doing things so well and uh, you're so anointed and, and it goes on and on. And I'm thinking, no, they're not. Did God, do you know them? They are some of the most difficult people to deal with. Are you missing it today, God? But see, that's how God sees us. And he wants to raise us up to that level that we begin to see ourselves as God sees us. So, so let's pray and, and go in your Bibles to James chapter 1, verse 21. James chapter 1, verse 21. And see, God always sees the gold in you, not the dirt. And yet we always see the dirt in people, not the gold. And there's good in every person if we just look for it. Because the reason there's good in every person is because God made every person. So if we just look for the, the gold in people and begin to, to, to let the Lord help us mine that gold and get that gold out so that other people can see the beauty that's in that life. And look at your name and say, man, you are beautiful. There's beauty in you. Amen. So, Melanie, if you'd come forward and...
We'll have you pray in Romanian. You know, this is something neat about Melania. She went to the Bible school in Cluj. She came one night that I brought a preacher from America, Kenneth Wolf. I mean, you know Kenneth Wolf. I took him on a trip, his first trip, and, and Bubba was with us to Romania. And she came that night and got saved. So I brought the guy that led her to the Lord that later married my son. Ain't that good? That's a good word right there. So some of you looking for a husband or wife, have your mom bring the right person. Amen. And, and so I mean, she's a powerful woman of God. She saw we were in a village. We lived in a village and, and Matt and Melania lived with us. Now, how many daughter-in-laws want to live with, you know, their in-laws? Huh? There's a you know, there's a joke that um, uh, concerning in-laws. You know, what's the difference between an in-law and an outlaw? An outlaw is wanted. <laughs> anyway, <laughs> that's bad. <laughs> so, how are you? So, anyway, she lived with us and she said, you know, we need a ministry. You know, we were preaching and traveling and they were kind of staying at the home base and her and my son Matt said, we need a ministry. We need to do something. And, and so they decided to teach English free in our house to, to these, the, these, these children in our village, which, you know, there was not a, a free church in the village. It's all Orthodox or, or um, other religions. But, but um, so they began to freely offer lessons. And the parents were kind of like, what is free? And guess what? Twenty five little Children gave their hearts to Jesus in our house, in our house, because of their ministry. That's powerful. So she saw something, and now we're we're buying land and we're building a building, and that's why we're in the states for an extended period of time. We're raising money for that, uh, and now we have over eighty kids, and that's just the little kids. We have like fifteen teenagers, and God has just taken that little seed. And just begin to grow it. And the Lord says, there's good fruit there, son. And that's what you need to focus on. And that's what we've been focusing on. Uh, And so that all came from her seeing something and Matt and uh, being involved in that. And and look at the impact that that's having in a village. And all the parents love us. I mean, we we have a good reputation in that village. And and we help them and we bless them and we pray for them. And and it's just been a really blessing. It, It all came from someone seeing something. And so, Melania, you saw that. So pray in Romanian. She's my favorite daughter-in-law. She's my only daughter-in-law. One, so, so far. So, so, Doamne, îți mulțumim pentru ziua asta minunată. Doamne, îți mulțumim că, pentru că este o zi puternică. Doamne, mă rog să binecuvântesc pe fiecare persoană de aici, Tată, și îți mulțumesc pentru cuvântul puternic pe care o să ne-l dai primar. Tată, îți mulțumesc că binecuvântesc viețile noastre. Tată, mă rog să deschizi ochii noștri. Tată, îți mulțumesc că te vedem cu claritate. Doamne, îți mulțumesc pentru tot ce ai pentru noi astăzi. Doamne, thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Amen. Amen. Slavă Domnului! So let's go to James chapter 1, verse 21. I'm going to read out the King James Version. Verse 21 says, Wherefore, lay apart or lay aside all filthiness and superfluity of naughtiness 
and receive with meekness the engrafted word which is able to save your souls. Now, this word filthiness is ungodliness in a sense. And anything without God is ungodly. So you think about that. Anything without God is ungodly. Then that word here, it's um, superfluity of naughtiness. It's not really, you know, as we look at this word, and if you do a word study on this word, you'll find out that it's an evil mindset. It's a wrong way of thinking. And he said to put that aside. Don't think that way. And see, the wisdom of God is the thoughts of God. And if anyone lack wisdom, let him ask of God that giveth, but let him ask in faith. So we need to receive the wisdom of God in our situation and lay aside every evil mindset that keeps us from God's wisdom. And every problem is a wisdom deficit. There's deficiency there in wisdom. And when we put our our wisdom and try to add our wisdom to what God is saying, then I really believe that be, that 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 becomes wrong. I mean, it, it causes us to think wickedly. It causes us to think wrongly. And so we have to begin to lay aside the wisdom of man and receive the wisdom of God. And have the right mindset. You know, a mindset in receiving is so important. Because if I offered you something and you, first of all, didn't believe I wanted to give it to you, then you wouldn't receive it. Or if I offered you something and you thought, you know, I'm not good enough for this, then you wouldn't take it. And when we say receive, the word receive in the Greek means to take hold of. And I'm known as the take it preacher. A lot of places people, hey, the take it preacher's here. Woo, the take it preacher's here. So I'm known as the take it preacher. But the word take to me is stronger because it helps me see I've got to grab hold of what God wants me to have. You know, receive, we kind of watered that word down a little bit. I just received. But, but when you really take something, you're receiving it. But it's a stronger word. I'm taking hold of that. I'm pulling that into my life. And faith is your spiritual hands that reaches into the, the unseen realm and, and pull it into the natural realm. And see, faith is in both worlds. Faith is in the natural realm. It's also in the supernatural realm. So it's that bridge to the supernatural realm. And so by faith, our spiritual hands, we reach in there and we take it that God has promised us that we see that we can have it. And we don't let anything in our mindset keep us from receiving it. And I tell you, this has been hard for me because I love to give. And, and I used to go into countries like Indonesia and, and uh, they would take all the money they had after I preached and they put it on a table. And there'd be all this money. that was probably five dollars, you know, but it was because of the exchange rate and such. I mean, it'd be a pile of money. And so after I pray, say, you know, I'm here to bless you. You just take that. You know, here you go. I don't want to take that money from you. You need it more than I do. And I'd walk out. And one day the Lord said, what are you doing? You are robbing them of a blessing. You need to receive that. Receive it because it's being given to you. 
And it's good for them to increase their faith in that situation. So, man, we'd have to, you know, we'd come out with suitcases full of money, which wasn't a lot of money. But we were taking it because, and it was hard for me. I had a difficult time because my mindset is just to give. My mindset is, hey, it's okay. I don't, I don't need that. And the Lord says, son, you've got to learn. Start receiving everything that I have for you. And so these evil mindsets that I'm not good enough, it can't be for me, I don't have enough faith, you know, all these evil mindsets rob us of what God wants for our life. And it's interesting because he said, receive the word or take the word and take the word in that situation with meekness. So then I said, OK, we've got to take it with meekness. But that's not really what he's saying there in a sense, because you have to understand the definition of the word meekness. What is that Greek definition of meekness? I looked it up. You know what it means? The definition of meekness here in uh, James chapter one, verse 21 is meekness is a disposition of the spirit in which we accept his dealings with us as good. And therefore, we receive without despair. Disputing it. So it's a yielding of your attitude of, I don't deserve this. This is not for me. And you're saying, God, if you're offering this to me, then it's for me. And I'll take it. You know, a guy prophesied to me uh, last year. He says, God's given you a jet airplane. Well, I really don't want a jet airplane. What am I going to do with the jet airplane and the fuel to fly a jet airplane? It's going to be pretty expensive. And so I'm I'm like, you know, your mind and the Lord says, take it, receive the jet airplane. I'm like, OK, I take it. Yeah, I'll take that. God's giving you a motor. I'll take that, too. You know, I, you know, you might think I'm kind of weird. But I think you're weird. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> I'm just kidding. <laughs> Especially from Pueblo. Um, <laughs> but it's funny because a guy came to me and said, you know, I'm believing God for a jet airplane. I want to fly. You know, we're going to fly into Africa and stuff. We want one that go overseas. I said, man, I took one. I'll give it to you. I'm just, you know, by faith. I'm just believing that's yours then. Another guy came to me the other day and said, I'm believing God for a Winnebago. I said, I got one in the spirit. I'll give it to you. So it's just receiving those things because if you don't take it, you can't give it. So let's get rid of this mindset. See, this is just kind of the journey the Lord's had me on. He said, son, son, when Jesus taught on this earth, it was always about the receiving part of man, not the giving part of God. How we focus is God giving it to us. It was always about man receiving what God's already offered. Salvation has already been offered to us. It's just receiving what God has already promised us. And then you, you start looking at scriptures like we are partakers together of the inheritance and the saints in light. We are partakers together. What is he telling us? He says, there's some things you're going to have to take together because you can't take it by yourself. It's so big. It's not it's not just for you. It's for others. And so learn to partake together of what God's promised, especially for this church, you know, God's promise. I would believe that that building is sold. Well, partake of it together. We take that. We see the sign on it. We see that. And we see the money in our pockets. 
to be able to do what God needs to do in the future for wherever he has planned for that money. So receive with meekness. So this attitude now is I receive and and receive the wisdom of God. Listen to me. Receive the wisdom of God in your situation. Say if you're looking for a job, receive God. You know, God knows where that job is. So you know what? I'm not just receiving a job from you, God. I'm receiving the wisdom of God to take that job. He may tell you, go down and sit at the Waffle House. I don't know if there's a Waffle House here, but that might be a job in another state. <laughs> he may tell you to go to the Waffle House in another state. Okay, we'll go. But you may be sitting there and somebody comes in and says, hey, I have a job. You know, there's something about you. Do you need work? Right there, because you took the wisdom of God in your situation It opened the door for your breakthrough. A lot of us want breakthrough, but we're not taking the wisdom of God in that situation. And I'll give you a little testimony here. You know, the first, the second time we went to Romania, we were pastoring in in, uh, Oklahoma. And God told us to go back to Romania. And I had bought my wife her dream car. And it it was a beautiful infinity. And she, you know, it was a race car. She would drive fast down the road. You know, she was a racing mama. And driving that uh, infinity. And by the way, she says hi. She's on her way to England right now. So, but uh, she she liked that infinity. And then the market crashed, and we were going to Romania in the wrong time. It seemed, you know, when nobody had any money, and we're going by faith. And I knew I needed to sell that car. Well, no one was buying high dollar cars, and 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 I had a good deal, and I had it for fourteen thousand dollars, and that was a good deal for the car. And it, you know, I I had bought it at an auction, bought it cheap. So I was making money on it. And I just said, I'm not going to take more than less than $14,000. I'm not going to take less than $14,000. And so I'm praying and, you know, we got to leave for Romania. And I don't want to just leave the car, you know, sitting, sitting on the side of the road somewhere. I, I got to get rid of it. And I'm praying. I said, God, your wisdom. God, what am I going to do? I got it. And I need that money. I got a, I got a little loan on there. I got to pay that off. I got I don't want to have that on my head going to Romania. Lord, what do I need to do? And the Lord said, Call a pastor, and he gave me his name, in Kansas City. I was like, okay. His name's Larry. Call Larry in Kansas City. Okay. And he said, offer it to him for $13,500. I was like, Larry hasn't even seen the car. And I don't want to offer it to him. I want fourteen for it. And the Lord said, no, offer it to him for thirteen five. And I was like, man, that's the wisdom of God. Okay. So I call Larry. I say, Larry, this is Mark's service. You know, and, and I'm fixing to go to Romania. I, I got an infinity car, and I want to sell it to you for $13,500. He said, I'll take it. I said, well, you haven't even seen it. He said, I'll take it. I said, well, what? What's going on? He said, two weeks ago in church, someone came to me and gave me $13,500 and said, buy yourself a car. And he says, I don't know why I'm doing this, but I want to give you 14 for it. Whoa, glory to God. That's the wisdom of God in that situation. See, we can receive wisdom. Say if you have an affliction in your body, receive the wisdom of God in that situation. Saying, God, what's your wisdom for me now? I've got this problem in my body. And, and what do you want me to do? What, what's the wisdom now? And, so, and how many know that God's thoughts to the world is foolish? So it may be something totally foolish that God has you do, but you need to obey him. 
And, and, and this was our first time we were going to Romania. We were going out of Dallas, Texas. And, and the next day we were going to fly out. And I got kidney stones so bad that I got in the hospital. And, and the doctor says, you're not going to be able to pass these stones. They're too big. And so I'm like, hey, I've got to go to Romania tomorrow. Well, you're going to have to have an operation. No, I've got to go to Romania tomorrow. No, you're going to have to have an operation. So I remember checking myself out, not going out of uh, emergency and, and, and staying. We were staying at my mother-in-law's house. And I remember laying on a bed feeling like somebody taking a knife and cut me in half. And I'm like, God, what is your wisdom? I don't want to miss my flight. And I, I don't want to lose that money. And we've got to go to Romania. We're moving to Romania tomorrow. What, what, what do I have to do? What's your wisdom? And the Lord said, get up and run. That's your wisdom? And so I said, honey, help me up. I told my wife, help me up, please. And she helped me up. And it's no lie. I looked like the $6 million man running in slow motion. Dun, 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 dun. And she helped me run. And I wasn't running very fast. All of a sudden, I just kept declaring, the stone is rolled away. The stone is rolled away. That was the word that came to me. The stone is rolled away. And then I just, and, and it was the neatest thing. Power of God hit me, and I ran like I've never run before. And I was totally free. Never had kidney stones since. And that was 1999. Amen. See, that was God's wisdom in that situation. So what is God's wisdom in your situation? See, God is wanting you to see some things in your situation, the wisdom of God. And, and the thing about God's thoughts, they can be seen. You can get to where you can see God's thoughts. So what I want to do, and we'll just close with this. We'll just close with this. Um, and just tell you a little bit about Jeremiah. Jeremiah. The Lord said to go and speak his word. He says, I'm just a child. That's what he saw himself as a child. And the Bible says that the Lord touched his lips. And when God gets a hold of your lips, you're speaking, you're believing, you're declaring. When you're seeing something, you're saying something that that he began to see different. He saw himself as a as a rod of an almond tree. And that means that he was God's choice. He saw himself as God's choice and it changed everything. And so what I want to do and just pray over you. I want you to get to the place where you run the race that God has set before you to obtain. See, what we're running a race, but we're not obtaining. So, so I want any hindrances, I'm just believing God, that any hindrances that's keeping you from receiving those evil mindsets, we just want to break those things in the name of Jesus. So we want to run the race to obtain. And the, and the Lord spoke to me, and it was in a church service. And I mean, there's been so many powerful things happening. I, I could tell you all night what's been happening in our life. But the Lord spoke to me in a church service um, just about receiving, run the race to obtain. And he's just saying that I want to work with you on obtaining. You know, the perfect will of God. He said, what is the perfect will of God? And I was like, I guess just doing the will of God. This the perfect will of God, doing things perfectly or whatever. He says, no, son, the perfect will of God is that you be perfect and entire, wanting nothing. The perfect will of God for your life is wanting nothing. How many are in the perfect will of God? 
He says, those that obtain in Philippians, be thus minded. So, so it's that place where you're just receiving from God, where you're not in a place that you're wanting anything because you've received it by faith. That's God's perfect will for your life. And so those big things that God wants to do in this church, God wants to do in your life, I just really believe we're also coming into a season of seeing big. It's a season of seeing, but it's also a season of seeing big and receiving big. You can't receive something you don't see. How can you take it? And then when you see it, take it with confidence by faith. And so we've had so many incredible words that's been spoken over us. I was in a meeting uh, just recently and someone said, they were preaching along and they pointed at me and they said, that man right there. And, and the guy had met me one time, didn't really know me. I'd never really talked to him, just shook his hand, said hi, didn't know my story or anything. He says, that man right there, you don't know who you are. He pointed to me and said, you don't know who you are. He said, but you're going to know. And then, he, and then he told the audience, if you only knew who was sitting in this place tonight and the world impact that they would have, you don't know how much they're going to affect the world. And he pointed at my wife and I. Well, what did I do? Did I say, no, not me. (laughs) You don't know me. You know, you don't know me. I don't know me, but you don't know me. You know what I did? I said, I'll take it. I'll take it with 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 meekness. I didn't argue the fact that God said that I received it with meekness. And I've spoken a lot of things over Pastor Aaron and Julie and just things about their ministry. And I think a lot of times he thinks, I don't know about that one. But guess what? You're taking it, right? And that same preacher, and this is what's so cool about when you start taking things, there's always things being offered. You know, God knows who wants to take something. Amen? And I don't just take the tail, I take the whole dog. (laughs) I take the whole dog. Hallelujah. Not just the tail. Give me the whole dog. Hallelujah. The tail's not going to do me any good. And so the same preacher... And, you know, we're raising money in the States and we're believing God uh, to build that building. And, and we're looking at $65,000. Now it's going to be 100000 But we're looking at that. To, to build that building, we go to Romania next year or next month to sign the papers and do stuff. But, but um, so he says, I have a house in Monkey Island, Oklahoma. I'm like, where's Monkey Island, Oklahoma? It's by Grand Lake, a big old beautiful lake, one of the best lakes in all of Oklahoma. And the year before, God gave me a boat that I didn't know what to do with. So now he gave me a lake to put the boat in. He said, I want to give that to you and your wife rent free for as long as you want. He says, do you want it? I said, I'll take it. We got to go look at it. Now we're living there while we're in the States. And and, and it's got a jacuzzi. It's got a sauna. Uh, I mean, it's a big place. And it's got a bakery underneath that we can go in. That's why I've got some issues here. <laughs> so, man, it came to me. I took it. See how God just keeps giving you things? When you're one of those takers, God will give you more so that you can bless others with it. And then I was in a church in Connecticut, and, and, and we're believing God for this money. And this church who's been 26 years in the ministry. This church has been around for 26 years. They don't even own their own building. So financially, they're not in a really good place yet. They're getting there. And that day in that church, and, and, and the pastor told me, this is, I've never seen anything like this in my whole life. You know, we, we give, a, I guess, a minister $500. That's, like, that's good. 
And the time I went there before, I came back, you know, with, you know, paying like three or four hundred dollars out of my own money just to cover my expense there. And and so and then when he asked me to come back, I was like, I don't know if I can afford to come back. But I went back. I didn't say that to him. And that day. They they gave me a check for thirty five thousand dollars. He said, this is this is I can't. Even, the pastor was like, I can't even believe this. This is this is wild. And it was funny because a lady, she gave one hundred fifty dollars in the offering. We, we heard the story later. Then the Lord said, no, that's not what I told you to give. Oh, what did you tell me? And she thought he said fifteen hundred. So she gave another check for fifteen hundred. The Lord said, no, that's not what I told you to give. And we were already at the restaurant, and she called and says, I'm supposed to give you $15,000. Well, she didn't take back her 150 or her 1500 and we got the 15000 So God is so good. Hallelujah. And so I'm just thinking, Lord, this is great. And the Lord said, you just keep taking because you take so you can give. You receive so that you can help others. So that should be our heart. So I want to read a scripture over you and just uh, pray that every hindrance is of the wisdom of God that's keeping you from receiving what God has for you. Now, is this helping anyone today? Okay. Are you ready to receive from God? You know, when I go in the rain, I don't see myself with the umbrella like the normal people do. I turn the umbrella around. I want to receive. I want to fill the umbrella up. That's your mindset, okay? You get, are you following me? Turn it around. You want to receive the rain. You want to see everything God has for you. You're not trying to shield yourself. And a lot of people, they're, they're like that, you know. They just, oh, and maybe it's because of, of, of teaching in the past or things or, or, or they, you know, they think, what are people going to think about me? You know, there's a big thing right now with, uh, you know, people come against anybody that has money in the body of Christ, any, anybody that preaches prosperity. But what I say is there's not enough Christians Walking in prosperity to be a big issue. I mean, if it's a big issue, good. Then you need to address it. But it's not even a big issue. So what I say is let's give them something to talk about. But it's prosperity with accountability. It's taking things from God and not just money. It's taking the wisdom of God for your situation, for your neighbor, for your family, for your body, for your health, for your children. I mean, the Holy Spirit knows everything about everything. And He's in you. Why don't you take that wisdom? I mean, I fix so many things because the Holy Spirit's smarter than me. And people think, you're really not that smart, and yet, how do you do that? Like, they had a leak at this place in Monkey Island in the business. They have a business there, too. They had a leak, and um, they said, we tried, we've been trying for years to fix it. I fixed it in, like, 15 minutes. It was just the wisdom of God. I'm like, Lord, you know how to stop water. You know how to also cost some water, but we need to stop it in this situation. And the Lord just showed me. He just showed me a little picture how to fix it. And I fixed it, and I don't know that much. Amen? But He does. I got the best accountant in me. I've got the best uh, businessman in me. I've got the best uh, healer in me that's been involved in every healing that's ever taken place. That, that, that anywhere, He's in me. So he knows how to get my manifestation. Praise God. So we just want to break evil mindsets. The Bible says in, in Matthew chapter 10, verse 8, it says, Freely you have 
received, freely give. So you should receive from God so freely. There should be such an open channel. What's wrong with us? Why do we put all this stuff out there and block everything instead of just say, I'll take it. Give it to me. There's nothing hindering this. I want it. Thank you, Jesus. Because you said I could have it. And don't feel guilty about it. Hallelujah. And because I've received it freely, I can give it freely. Amen. So, let me read this last scripture and we're going to pray. Hallelujah. And this is Amos chapter 9, verse 13 through 15, the message translation. It says this, and this is a word for you guys. A word for me. Yes, indeed, it won't be long now. (laughs) Yes, indeed, it won't be long now. It's God's decree. Things are going to happen so fast your head will swim. One thing fast on the heels of another. You won't be able to keep up. Everything will be happening at once and everywhere you look, blessings, blessings like wine pouring off the mountains and the hills. Wow. It's going to happen fast. This is a good year. Praise God. What am I going to do? I'm going to receive. Take hold of. What sort of things you desire when you pray, believe that you take. And you shall have. Glory to God. Amen. Stand up. Let's break any hindrance. Let's just release the wisdom of God in your situation. Everybody's situation is different. You say, well, God's called me to be a missionary. I don't even know how to start. Well, the Holy Spirit does. He knows everything to do. He knows how to make you an effective missionary. Or it's called me to start a business. I don't even know how to start a business. Where would I even start? Well, the Holy Spirit knows what business works. The Holy Spirit knows how to, to, to manage a business. Praise God. You know, I have a, I have a person. You, you, I just feel like somebody's saying this. I have a person I know that's a difficult case. And uh, the doctors have given up on that person. Well, the Holy Spirit never gives up on a person. And the Holy Spirit knows exactly how to bring their healing to pass. God uses very different ways. You know, I teach a way, seed time, harvest. But there's other ways. Uh, the main thing is Jesus is the healer. But he, he, he does so many different things, laying out of hands, spinning, whatever it takes, just so you can receive. He, he finds different ways to help you receive. That's what Jesus does. And so Jesus is saying, you know what? I can show you how to get their healing for them and how you can minister to them and see a breakthrough in that impossible case. And so I just feel like there's someone that's had an impossible case with someone they know. And the Lord is going to show you. You're going to take the wisdom of God. You know, the, the word wicked is, is wicker. We get wicker from it's twisted. See, our, our wisdom can be twisted. It can be wicked. And yet we need the wisdom of God. You know, my wisdom was twisted at, at times as a pastor. I mean, I, I made statements. I had a hard you know, time with, with sometimes women in ministry. And, you know, thank God, Lori... Lord, there was a situation there, and I've asked her to forgive me for that. But, but see, I, my wisdom was twisted. It, it was wicked. And, and it's God's wisdom that's true. And so God's wisdom will, will, will straighten your head out. Amen. Some of you need your head straightened out. Hallelujah. Some of you, maybe your hair will lay down then. Hallelujah. 
So so take the wisdom of God as a pastor, as a minister, as a, a, a mom, as a dad, as a school teacher, you know, even a truck driver. I mean, the Holy Spirit can. I was one of the best truck drivers because, you know what? I had the wisdom of God how to drive that truck. So even driving a truck, you can have the wisdom of God. So let's just break every mindset in the name of Jesus, every mindset that's keeping us, that's hindering us from receiving what God wants us to have. And God's like, you know, it's not it's not fun for me that I'm a I'm a joyous dad wanting to give this to my my children. They walk away or they say they put their hands, say, no, it's not for me. The Lord's like, man, I, I love the son that'll say or the daughter that'll say, yeah, thank you. Thank you so much. I appreciate this. I'll take this. You've given this to me. Thank you, Father. I mean, that, that causes a father to rejoice, his heart to rejoice. And God's saying, God's saying I want to give you some things. And I'm trying to get across some things. And, 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 and callings and, and, and not just things itself, but callings and words. And they're, they're, they're just, there's a lot of stuff. You know, the, the Lord told me one day, he said, heaven's backed up. There's, there's so much stuff up here, nobody wants it. Well, I said, Lord, if no one else wants it, I'll take it all. <laughs> Woo! Hallelujah! I take it all. Amen? If you don't want it, I'll take it. Hallelujah. Okay, I'm going to get goofy now. Let's, um, <laughs> let's, let's break this right now. <laughs> so if that's you, if you're just saying, I just want to get rid of every hindrance. If you just raise your hand right now. I just want to get rid of every hindrance that stops me from receiving what God has for my life. I just want that to be broken right now. I want to receive freely. God's trying to give it to me freely, and yet I'm putting all these conditions up. And I'm putting all this, this mindset up and all this former teaching up. And, I, I, you know, it's just, it's just caused me to withdraw from what God has for me. Or I've been offended in church. Or, uh, you know, I, I don't like that message that's been preached before. And, and maybe they preached it wrong. Maybe they preached it with the wrong intent. But that doesn't mean you don't have to have, you know, you can have the right intent. You can receive something the right way. And every counterfeit means there's something real. So, so right now, by faith, let's run the race to obtain what God has for us. Let's enter into the perfect will of God for our life. Right now, in the name of Jesus. So, Father, I just, right now, those hands that are raised, right now, I just break these mindsets, these evil mindsets, Lord, these unworthy mindsets, I break them right now, in the name of Jesus. And I just declare with meekness, we don't argue with you, with meekness, we receive what you have for us, and we receive it by faith, and we thank you for it with thanksgiving. Father, I just thank you for a freedom that comes to this church. Father, I thank you that they freely receive. This is a freely receiving church. And Lord, this is a freely giving church, Lord. Hallelujah. Because God gave it to them, then they can give it to someone else. Hallelujah, Lord. We just received promotions and jobs and, and uh, businesses and, and, and preaching engagements and, and ministry opportunities and, and healings around us, Lord, and, and, and healings to our body. We just receive it all. We take it all in the name of Jesus. And we just thank you for it in Jesus' name. Give the Lord praise. Hallelujah. Act like you got it. Act like you've received something. Hallelujah. Glory to God. Glory to God. <laughs> Amen. Thank you very much. Praise God. Amen.